Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. In the final Crossroads Classic, Indiana gets a W against Notre Dame, 64-56. Interesting game. Notre Dame, Notre Dame is really not fun to watch play basketball. They defend a little bit, and they shoot it terribly. It's not that they miss all, all the time, but when they miss, they miss by gobs. This is an Indiana basketball instant postgame. I'm Ken Sterling. It's Saturday, December 18th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. MyBookie, bet anytime, any place, any game. Let's go, MyBookie. Use the promo code Ken Sterling, and uh, the people at MyBookie will match your initial deposit up to $250. Let's talk about sports. Hit subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. All right, all the formatics out of the way. Let's talk about the game. Indiana plays really good defense. They are very, very capable of playing good defense. I think that the guy who's going to make this thing go or make this thing stop is Xavier Johnson. Now, as soon as I write, this team cannot win with Xavier Johnson, all of a sudden he hits a three with like three and a half minutes left. And I'm like, okay, well, they can win with Xavier Johnson. What he does is make bad decisions with the basketball periodically, that really put you in a jackpot. And he's got to learn how to play the game better, and he's got to learn how to keep his emotions as his friend instead of allow them to get the better of him. I heard the announcers calling the game, talking about the how the technical against Parker Stewart was so deleterious to the Hoosiers and really allowed Notre Dame to go on a run. That was nonsense, total nonsense. They hit, what, one free throw, and they didn't score on the, uh, they might have hit two free throws, but they didn't score on the subsequent possession. It was not a big deal. It was not a game-changing moment. It had nothing to do with the final outcome of the game, obviously, with Indiana winning. But IU gets a double in the final Crossroads Classic, and I hate that it's a final Crossroads Classic. I love this event. It is a, a, the kind of event that really should take place in uh, the state of Indiana, where you've got four really good programs all getting together and in kind of celebrating the game that we all love. I dig it. I think it's fantastic, and I wish it were going to continue. I hate that greed has gotten in the way of this event. Uh, But Parker Stewart's technical had nothing to do with anything. Indiana played really, really well, went on a run, and, and held Notre Dame to eight points in 14 minutes from about 441 left to go in the first half until, uh, what, about 1044 to go in the game. Notre Dame scored eight points. You play defense with that kind of intensity, you rebound the ball that well, you're going to win a lot of basketball games. Scoring well for the Hoosiers, obviously Trace Jackson Davis was 17 and 12, 12 rebounds. Rebounding was a big deal today. Uh, Trace with 12, Notre Dame had 33, Indiana had 35, that's all right. 
Um, Race Thompson with 11 points, Parker Stewart 12 points, Xavier Johnson 11 points, 3 of 11 shooting, 2 of 9 from beyond the arc. Indiana playing against a really good basketball team is going to lose games when Parker, or when Xavier Johnson has that kind of line. And that's just the way it is. The bench, not much from the bench. Six points for Fennessey, two points for Geronimo, uh, no points for Durr, no points for Leal. But I, I like the way Leal plays. And I really liked an offensive possession that the Hoosiers had late in the game where everybody touched, right? It, it swung from Johnson to Fennessey to Leal to Thompson and then to Trace Jackson Davis for a flush. And in that entire four-pass sequence, which was very, very quick, they took one dribble. Basketball has become, since guys have started, going to, in, going to individual trainers. What guys do is look, down to, look to break down their man, and they look to do it off the bounce. And basketball is not... I, I had some kids this past week. And, and so I'm trying to teach them a little bit about basketball. And all they're doing is dribbling, like aimless dribbling. First, they, they catch and they dribble. And then they look around. And they catch and dribble. And they look around. And, and I, I stopped playing. And I said, no dribbling. You cannot dribble. And the kids, they were uh, sixth graders. They looked at me like I had six heads. No dribbling? What kind of a thing is this? How can we not dribble? Well, basketball doesn't require dribbling. In fact... Good offensive basketball sometimes is facilitated through not dribbling. Don't dribble. Pass. Pop, 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 bucket. Pop, 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 bucket. Move the ball, especially when you're playing against a defense like Notre Dame's. Notre Dame wasn't horrible today. They're 4-5 and five on the season, but they have played a really tough schedule. They've got a win against Kentucky, losses against St. Mary's, always a good program, uh, a loss against Boston College, a loss against Illinois, and a loss against Texas A&M before today's game. Obviously, a loss against Indiana. Now, Indiana's got a schedule that gets really, really friendly that they put together before the end of the calendar year. They play against Northern Kentucky next Wednesday at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. That game's 7 o'clock on BTN. Then the following Wednesday, they play against UNC Ash, uh, Asheville. I almost said Ashworth. Of course, John Ashworth, the head coach at Hamilton Southeastern High School. Regardless uh, of that, they're going to win these two games. And that's what we thought. We thought two losses, right, going into the shank of Big Ten play. Big Ten play is going to start after the end of 2021. They're going to play against Penn State to start things. We'll see how it goes. This is a team that can win a lot of games. They're talented enough to win a lot of games. But they've got disparate parts who are still trying to figure each other out. It's best to do that when you win. It's good to learn and win. It's not good to, uh, to uh, learn and lose. Don't like losses, especially this kind of loss, on a neutral floor against a Power 6 team like Notre Dame. A win today looks okay on an NCAA resume. A loss today would look terrible. Can't have that. Need to go into the Big Ten and wind up 10 and 10, 11 and 9. If they do that, given what they've been able to do in the non-conference portion of the schedule and what they project to do in the remainder of the non-conference portion of the schedule, they're going to go to the NCAA basketball tournament. They're going to wind up this portion of the schedule 11 and 2, right? And then they're going to have 18 games left in, in the season season. 
in Big Ten play. And at that, you split those, 9 and 9, and you wind up with 20 wins. And 20 wins ought to get you into the NCAA tournament. And that's really the goal this year. Although I think that they should be more covenants of success than that. I think that this team is good enough. If they function well together on the offensive end of the floor, they could beat really, really good teams and become a really good team themselves and look at the Sweet 16 as a possibility. And once you get to the Sweet 16, who knows what the hell is going to happen. Defensively, they can lock down. Offensively, they are really, really clunky for long periods of time during the game. When they shoot it well, and you saw this, and, and this is why I wasn't pissed off at Parker Stewart for that technical. Because during that period of time where Notre Dame took a 45-35 deficit and tied it at 46, you had Miller Cop miss a wide-open three. You had Anthony Leal miss a wide-open three. And if, if you miss shots, especially open shots, teams are going to come back on you, especially threes. Because you get the long rebound, you get the kick out, and all of a sudden you got transition numbers. And that's what happened to Indiana on those shots. If you get wide open threes, you need to, you need to knock them down or get your ass back on defense immediately, off, uh, abandon the offensive boards, or you need to foul during the course of the rebound and in doing that, slow down play, or you give up a, a bucket on the other end. Thank you very much. It is a nice tree. Indiana gets the win today. It's a good win in the other half of the Crossroads Classic. Wow. You know, um, my son played AAU basketball for a guy named Pat Mullen. And Pat had an assistant named Tom O'Brien. And Tom O'Brien is a coaching legend. Now he's 90 years old. Still works. Great guy. Active as hell. Wonderful person. And, and my son being coached by a guy who kept it simple in basketball, like OB did. Really, really important, I think, to all these guys understanding the game. Pat, too. But the the number of guys from that team who've gone on to coach, John Ashworth at Hamilton Southeastern, Zach Hahn at Center Grove, Nate Blank's a coach, Adrian Moss is a coach down at Franklin Community, I think. Um, you, you, Teron Bibbs runs camps in London. You've got a lot of guys from that team. Matt Howard did a great job playing at Butler, has played overseas for a long time. These guys had a preternatural understanding of the game, and I think in part because of Tom O'Brien. And what Tom O'Brien would always say, if you can't shoot, you can't play. If you can't shoot, you can't play. Absolutely true. There is nothing truer to say about basketball than that. And Butler can't shoot. And Notre Dame couldn't shoot. The lesser of the two teams shooting, they got beat today. And that's the way basketball works. And, and what happened with Butler, Butler hit. Here's their, here's their line shooting. Free, field goals overall, 32.2%. Three-point field goals, 14.3. They were 4 of 28. And then from the line, they were 6 of 14. If you can't shoot, you can't play. If you can shoot like Purdue, who hit 52.9% overall, 50% from beyond the arc, and 85.7% from the line, you win a lot of games. Now, there are a lot of different ways 
to put up shooting numbers like that. You know, it's not just working the ball and creating open shots. Sometimes you play against a team that doesn't defend it terribly well. Uh, sometimes you get out and transition really, really well. There are a bunch of ways to do it, but they, at the end of the day, you've got to be able to shoot if you're going to play winning basketball. Butler does not. Indiana, they can shoot. Their shooting numbers have gotten better over the season. Uh, but what they've got to do is take good care of the basketball. And if they take good care of the basketball, they're going to shoot it well enough to win games, as they did today. And, and their shooting numbers, not at all bad. Um, what they wound up doing, uh, what they get as far as, um, as shooting numbers. Let's see, Indiana... Uh, Indiana hit 43.8% overall, 40% from beyond the arc, and then 63.6%, 14 of 22 from the foul line. That's good enough to win games, and, and Notre Dame didn't get that done. Notre Dame, 4 of 22 from beyond the arc. So very similar to Butler. If you can't shoot, you can't play. Uh, Notre Dame turned it over 14 times. Indiana did too. So there you go, the Hoosiers. The last game that's really in doubt before they get to the shank of the Big Ten season, a win today, 64-56. Good for the Hoosiers. Go Hoosiers. Go Colts tonight. We'll have another instant post game immediately after the Colts kick the living hell out of Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I got a great feeling about this game. I'm no Ivan where it comes to picking games, but Zaire Franklin is going to be active. He has been activated from the COVID list. That is a really, really good thing for your Indianapolis Colts, who I really think are going to win this game. And after they win this game, we're going to start talking about the playoffs because at that point it becomes real. Win this game. Go to 8-6. and six, Become the fifth overall seed, the top seed among the wildcard teams. And you got a real chance, given the schedule remaining for this team, with the Cardinals. Now, granted, Cardinals are really good, and you're playing them in, in Glendale. Then you've got the Raiders, and then you've got the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are in free fall. How about the Jaguars saying that they're not going to pay the remainder of the guarantees for Urban Meyer? Now, that'll all be adjudicated and negotiated between attorneys representing Meyer and attorneys representing Shad Khan. He's going to get some money, but it's really, really interesting saying that the Jaguars have decided they're firing Urban Meyer for cause. That doesn't happen a lot in the NFL. We'll talk to you later tonight again after the Colts beat the living hell out of the Patriots. I can't wait.